Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello there, friends. My name is Brian Sclover. I'm the PA announcer for the Orlando Solar Bears. Joined... Walt, have we figured out if we're calling you Walt or Bacon or or both? I thought we were just going to stick with Walt Bacon because that's what works. Walt Bacon works. Regardless of the men you're hearing, this is Hockey Now, Central Florida's home for hockey talk because we have a growing hockey community in Central Florida. And you know what? You can't always find someone that can talk pucks, and uh, we want to do that here with you. So thank you for joining us. We are working on a website, but we do have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Hockey Now Show. Even though this is a recorded show, this is recorded on, what is today? Thursday, the 18th day of October. It's right around 1 o'clock. So everything we're talking about is accurate up to this point. There are nine games on the NHL schedule tonight, and the Solar Bears have a road trip this weekend. But everything is accurate up until now, Walt. I have to stress that. It's spooky season, though, so it's 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 allowed. We're in, You're the, right. we're in the middle of spooky season, so it's allowed. <laughs> I don't want someone listening to this on Saturday and saying, hey, wait a minute, the Lightning just uh, did this and this and this and this and this but uh yeah everything is accurate up to this point thank you for listening uh if you have some feedback or want to get involved with the conversation you can do it on facebook uh the show is on iHeartRadio. we hope to get it over the air one day but right now we'll live on iHeartRadio, and we thank you for downloading we've got an action-packed show for today drake barahowski the coach of the orlando solar bears will join us our first guest i'm very excited to have drake with us drake uh, i talked to him the first time before he joined the team uh, before the out-of-hibernation season. That was in 2012. So he's been in town for a long time. We're going to get the scoop on the uh, the Bears for this season and what's happened so far and what he's looking for. Uh, also some roster changes with the Solar Bears. And I want to talk about one of their players that has just blown me away. He's one of those. Uh, he's one of those. He's great. He's here now. But that probably means he'll be leaving us before long because <laughs> he's, you know, working his way back up the uh, the hockey minor league tree. Uh, but we'll cover the Solar Bears. We also want to make sure we cover the Tampa Bay Lightning here on this show in length. So every week we'll have a Solar Bear segment and a Lightning segment, and then we'll do some general NHL talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the Tyler Johnson hat trick against uh, Carolina the other night. That was a big win for the Bolts. Uh, and some statistics revolving the Lightning, some interesting stats, stats that are not there from some and stats that are there from some. So we'll get into that, and then we'll go around the NHL um, I feel forced to talk about the Rangers and the Blackhawks because those are our bloodlines. You're not forced to talk about any team here. We're, Corey Crawford's coming back tonight. He is coming back tonight. That's a big deal. His first game since December 23rd of 2017, and Hawks Nation is looking forward to that. We'll get into that in, at length. Uh, we'll talk about the Caps win over the Rangers last night and the uh, my favorite hockey team right now to watch in general and that is the Toronto Maple Leafs machine it is a machine that they have it's incredible dude it's terrifying we got a whole segment to talk about that yeah we do so uh stick around we'll get into uh, all these topics and more it's hockey now tell a friend we're gonna do this every week so just hang tight
Hey, pro hockey in Central Florida is a real thing. 36 dates of the year with the Orlando Solar Bears in their ECHL campaign. Hope you come out to Amway Center and see the team play. Coming up on the 26th of October, it's Boo with the Bears. That's a fun game to bring the kids out to. It's the Halloween game. They're going to have skeleton jerseys. There'll be Halloween activities. I think a costume contest. There's trick-or-treating on the concourse. Um, it's it's always a good time. Tickets on sale, orlandosolarbearshockey.com. I believe tickets start as low as $13. And if you go to um, – I have my own link, Walt, actually. It's orlandosolarbearshockey.com slash Sclover, S-K-L-O-V-E-R. Eventually we'll have a Hockey Now link. But uh, go to that link. You'll get a, a little bit of a break on tickets. You can save on the fees and whatnot. Come out and enjoy pro hockey. The Tampa Bay Lightning's ECHL affiliate. It's the Orlando Solar Bears. That's how I say it on the PA announcer. I think I have a young team that's very raw and uh, very inexperienced, and they have to learn to play the right way. And it's going to take some time. I said it's going to be lots of ups and downs. and. Um, you know, I still believe in this this group. I'm not pushing a panic button or anything. I don't think they that anyone has seen our speed yet. I think uh, our, our guys are are tired and they need a little bit of break from the rink. They've had a long training camp, a lot of exhibition games, so um, you know they're going to get the day off to recoup tomorrow and uh, hopefully they'll they'll find their legs underneath them and then that's Orlando Solar Bears head coach Drake Barahowski. I got to talk to him after the game this past Tuesday night. Uh, an unfortunate loss. Couldn't bring the comeback to fruition. They lose 6-5. Start the season 1-2. and two. But Drake, as you were talking about, uh, Drake Barahowski is on the phone with us, by the way. Thanks for joining us on Hockey Now. This is our first episode, and you, uh, you're our first guest, Drake. So I'm sure that's, that feels really good. I feel real special. Thank you. <laughs> anytime, man. Anytime. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, so you talked about in the clip uh, after the game that you have a young, raw team. Uh, I'm curious what the challenge is with a team like this. Is it uh, is it personal development? Is it teaching systems? Is it just getting the team to gel? Like Where, where are things right now in, in your mind? Well, I think we have to do a little bit of everything. You know, it's uh, it's a young team, like I said, and, and they still have to work on their skill development um, from from inside the room. They, they seem like a pretty close group, so I think they are gelling, uh, and we've got some good leadership, so I'm not too worried about that. But uh, they, they've come from places where they haven't had the same structure as we do here, so it's going to take just a little bit of time for everyone to get on the same page. But I definitely believe that they're all pulling on the same rope, and they all want to do well for each other. Yeah, you mentioned your leadership group, uh, guys like Mike Monfredo and Nolan Valu, Hunter Fegis. Chris LeBlanc, all returning from the playoff team last year. Are you comfortable with those guys leaning on? What what kind of role do they have in the locker room? Well, they, they play a huge role. And we also have uh, Dunn and Fournier that, uh, that have come in, and uh, they've gotten the guys together on off days and stuff. So it's, it's, it's a good group. It's very close-knit, and, um, you know, those, though all those guys will be in the leadership group, and I'll always lean on them to, to see how the team's doing and to see where we can make improvements as a, as a staff as well. Sure, and uh, you could always get Mike Monfredo to, to do more uh, chicken dances in the penalty box. That always gets the team and the crowd all fired up. Um, well, that's for, that's for sure. <laughs> Drake, uh, at this level, um, you know, when, when you get to upper levels of, of pro sports and in pro hockey, you're able to really kind of dissect your opponent, but is it difficult in this league because you have such fluctuating rosters like both your own 
and the opponents. Is it tough to prepare for the other team? I, I think, you know what, for the most part, uh, the, the coaches play the same system. So you you still got to focus on the system now. Is it a bit more scrambly? For sure. I think in a, in a week or two weeks into the season, I think everything kind of settles down and uh, teams start sorting things out. So it's tough, when, especially for us this year. We had a lot of great players, and um, we have to make a lot of tough decisions. So it takes a little bit longer. Sure. Um 25 penalties in three games. That's what majors and misconduct penalties. And and I'm not baiting you to say anything about the officiating. I sit at mid-ice and talk to the officials during the game, so I probably shouldn't say anything either. But how do you get the team uh, in the right mindset to be aware that it seems that officiating on all levels of hockey is going through a little bit of an overhaul we'll think where they're tightening up, and it happens at the beginning of the season every year. But what can you tell the team – to prepare them for having officials who might be calling the game a little tighter. You might, you know, you may, you may think an innocent slap on the wrist uh, with one hand on the stick is not going to get a slash, and all of a sudden you're sitting down for two minutes slashing. Is it tough to overcome that with a team? Well, I think that's where the inexperience comes in and, and the youth. You know, we, uh, if you have a veteran team, they understand that this kind of stuff happens, and it happens a, a lot uh, right at the start of the year and then kind of eases off. But uh, I think the league is, is going to hopefully enforce all the rule changes and, and all the the strictness uh, this year. But uh, if, if you have a veteran team, they don't get rattled by that. And sure. That's part of the growing growing pains that we're going to have to go through we're going to have to make the players understand that they can only control what they can control and they've got to focus more on the game all the time right what do you think of all the the enforcing of rules you know there the nhl is is going after headshots and real super physical play mike matheson with the panthers got a, a two-game suspension for uh what was what which should have been interference call to begin with and then uh, you know, he gets to sit down for a couple games. They throw a, the book at Tom Wilson and, you know, the, the, the Max Domi suspension. What, what do you make of the enforcing of the rules? Like, are we going towards, like, the NFL where you can't even touch the quarterback and it's going to take the physicality out? Or do you think it just tightens the game up a little bit, makes it faster? Well, number one, uh, I'm a first off of uh... – I'm a believer in, in the cheap shots. I, I don't think there's any any time for that. But uh, I, I hope that they don't take the physicality out of it because that's what separates our game from a lot of sports. And that makes uh, it exciting. People want to see the physicality. I, I know uh, people say they don't want to see the fighting, but uh, when you watch hockey on TV, nobody leaves to go to the, the, the restroom or mm-hmm. go get popcorn uh, during a fight. So yeah. it's a popular part of the sport. Uh, Hitting is a popular part of the sport. And I think what they what I would like to see more focus on is, is uh, the guy with the puck turning his turning uh, his back at the last minute or or skating through the neutral zone with his head down. There has to be some onus on on that player as well. And, and that's the, the fine line that uh, everybody has to walk. Hey, Drake, uh, the Solar Bears today just acquired Matthew Fogut. He's 21 years old, um, also from the Everblades. Talk about what another young player like Matthew is bringing to this team and also what it's like to sign yet another player from the Solar Bears uh, rivals. Well, it's, uh, you know, I'm hoping his his speed, he's a, he's a fast forward, very creative 
Um, you know, he has uh, he plays with some courage. So we're hoping that uh, we, we can get him involved right away and, and be able to see that skill. We uh, our, our power play struggled a little bit, so we need someone with a, a bit of skill as well that, that can set some plays up and, and get to the, the dirty areas to get retrievals back. And I understand he played with Chris LeBlanc at uh, at Merrimack. So do you do you do you lean on some chemistry that might be there uh, just just right off the bat? Oh, we'll, we'll see. You know, uh, LeBlanc is is playing really well right now. You know, he's one of our shutdown guys yep. out in all situations. So we'll see where where it all fits together. Um, you know, I've got reports from guys in the OHL that I talked to and. Uh, they all had positive things to say about him. Players, ex-players that he played with before, seemed to like him. So um, I'm hoping it's a good fit. Awesome, and we'll uh, we'll see him against his former team next Friday night back at Amway Center. The team goes on the road uh, to Jacksonville tomorrow night, and then at Atlanta on Saturday night. Um, I, I want to ask you, Drake, because um, I, I am I want to say a hockey purist, and the game has changed so much. And I think you have some experience with what I'm about to ask you, but is there a place at this level for analytics? And do you lean on them a lot? Um, is it is it hard to really embrace something like that at this level where you're teaching guys how to play the pro game? Um, and where do you think it fits in? I think it's huge. You know, we use we have a company that uh, I started, Stats Track, and. Uh, we use their uh, their system. You know, it's done on an iPad. We have a guy watching it on the computer, sending me the uh, the stats in between periods. So it's huge. When I know uh, certain guys aren't going at faceoffs, you know, maybe I won't put them out in those situations. And then every game, if, if players want to know, or if I think it's important for them to know that maybe they're getting ten shots, so they think they're doing well, but only two of them are hitting the net. Uh, things have to tighten up. So. I think there's a place even at the minor level for for analytics, and uh, as long as it's used in the right way, it's not used in a negative way. I think uh, it's huge. You know, players want to see. They want to. They want to see all the senses with with their game. They want to be able to see the numbers. They want to see how they're doing against sure. other uh, specific opponents and stuff. So I think it's a, it's a huge tool that uh, I'm very fortunate, probably because I created it, uh, to be <laughs> yeah. able to to be able to use for uh, you know. Uh, for free it's like the new scary thing to hockey purists like what do we need all these numbers for we just go out there and shoot the puck and play the system yeah but, but you know what times change games change yeah. i remember people uh never use cell phones you know they're afraid yeah, right of the technology and you got to move with the times and stuff i still i still think uh you still have to coach and you still have to go by your gut feeling but sure. to have those numbers to support your feelings yeah, right. Are, are a huge, very huge thing, and I think if you don't get get with the times and, and be up to date, I think uh, you'll be left behind as a as a coach or if you want to get involved in hockey. Yeah, right. I mean, I remember your playing days. I mean, I'm, I remember them when I from when I was a kid. But you know, there were no uh, you, you didn't have video coaches at that point, and now video coaching is such an integral part of all sports. But it's just something that that adds to it. Uh, before we let you go, Drake, um, I just want to ask you quick about the affiliation with Tampa Bay, and not necessarily um, on the ice, but um, you've been in our market for six years now, four of those years uh, coaching the team, six, seven years. But um, what's your assessment of, of, uh, of hockey in Central Florida, both you know the youth game um, or uh, you know just the culture of hockey in Central Florida? Because 
you know, us hockey fans see a lot of us, but as someone that's been in the game his whole life, what do you make of our of our community here? Well, I think Tampa's done a great job down south uh, creating that atmosphere and getting uh, people really involved. I think youth hockey has grown a lot faster down there. Um, I think our, our staff here has done a great job uh, getting out in the community and stuff. And, and now with uh, Tampa being able to help our, our staff out with uh, doing a little more promotions out in the, out in the community, mm-hmm. more visits. We're having Dave Anderchuk, who is a, is, was a great hockey player, a great guy. Uh, coming here and playing, uh, you know, in one of those games, I think it's huge. It's going to grow hockey here, and um, I think people once once you come to a game, people uh, seem to love hockey. You know, it, it's yeah. it's uh, once you get that taste, um, you you want to keep coming back, and we just hope it keeps growing everywhere in the country. And I think you said it at the award ceremony last year, and then I, I followed up the sentiments. But the best part about our sport is sharing it with someone else. So if you're listening to hockey now and you're a hockey fan and you hear Drake Berhowski, you come out to Solar Bears games, bring a friend, bring someone, bring a kid, bring anyone who can fall in love with the sport because we all have such an affinity for the sport. So, Drake, thank you so much for joining us for our first uh, episode of, of Hockey Now, and good luck on the road trip. We'll see you back uh, in Amway next Friday. Perfect. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Take care, Drake. Thanks, Drake. All right, that's Drake Berhowski, the coach of the Orlando Solar Bears. Uh, uh I look across at the at the benches, and there's a couple of guys, Robbie Fatorik, uh, who is a former NHLer, and I see coaches from other teams. But I look across the ice when I'm in the PA box, and I see Drake Barahowski behind our bench, and it just it adds to the Solar Bears experience for me. We've got the best rink in the league. Uh, we've got a coach that that's NHL caliber uh, who is into the statistics, the analytics, and the things that are big in the game right now. It's just I'm not begging you, but. Just try a Solar Bears game. Listen, Even if you're not a hockey guy, try li- it. Listen, best rink of the league is an understatement. Understatement. You, 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 t- you tell me any other rink in the ECHL, hell, in the NHL, where you can go <laughs> get some double Ds from gringos. <laughs> I think that's an Orlando no. thing, but I know what you're saying. No, I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious right now. If you're living in Orlando, you know what gringos is. That's true. I okay? got one right by my house on Michigan. Listen. You go to a Solar Bears game. Mm-hmm. You go up by the base, right behind the baseline bar. Yep. There is a Gringos in there. You can go get yourself some double D's and watch some hockey. True story. I lo- that's why I love going to Solar Bears games. Yeah. That's I, why I love going to Amway Center. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's sell what we're selling here, Brian. Okay. <laughs> I'm not selling magic tickets here. Okay. <laughs> I'm not selling Cirque to Ice well, or whatever it is. I mean, the way it is right now, I could talk about Mo Bamba for about an hour because I love that guy. I love that. I love that guy, and I love that song. Yeah. Okay. La Bamba. No, no, Mo oh, Bamba. There's a song. There's a song we'll called. Have to, Mo- all right. Well, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna call for you to stay on focus <laughs> we can, like I said, I could talk about Mo Bamba all day. But um, Orlando Solar Bears hockey back at the Mway on October 26th versus the Florida Everblades again. That's the boo at the Bears Halloween game. Great night to bring the kids out. Skeleton jerseys. They'll be trick or treating on the con course they can come dressed up there's going to be a contest uh, a costume contest as well hockey now returns in seconds stay tuned hey guys it's walt bacon just wanted to let you know the very cool thing that i do it's called the bacon blog on 969thegame.com all you got to do is you go to 969thegame.com you hit the keyword bacon you get plenty of juicy delicious content not only from hockey but from the world of professional wrestling mixed martial arts a lot of college football a lot of pro football 
pretty much anything I find entertaining, you're going to get on there. It is also home to the Bacon Club podcast, which you get to hear my beautiful voice talk about everything. I also have plenty of guests from the world of wrestling, mixed martial arts. I believe I've got some gym personal trainers that train some people coming on the show um, in the next couple of weeks. So don't forget, go there, check out the Bacon Blog and the Bacon Club podcast. But for now, let's get back to Hockey Now. Back comes Joseph, and he blazes around Williams. In front, they score! Tyler Johnson! Lightning turn it around, here's Ernie, and he finds Johnson up the middle, cutting and shooting, scores! A penalty was going to be called, Johnson kept going, and he scores the second goal for a 2-1 lead. Now into the hands of Kucherov, he'll get it ahead, Johnson, going for the hat trick. Lightning fans, you've got to be excited about Tyler Johnson bringing his game back. The triplets are back together again. Palat, Kucherov, and Tyler Johnson. Yeah, it didn't take that long. Well, they kind of fell off last year a little (laughs) bit, Tyler Johnson, with his game. That was one of the things that we talked about um, at the beginning of the season. We have – we talked about, Walt, how – you know, the Lightning have these superstars like Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov, but if they could get support from guys like Braden Point, if they can get Tyler Johnson to get his game back, uh, even Yanni Gord, another one who's who seemed to bring some support, um, then this team would be in pretty good shape. And after four games, uh, three and one for six points. Uh, that's, that's a good outcome. They're one of only four teams uh, in the league so far that only have four games played. God. Um, and it's it's tough because you're looking at the schedule. You know, we're two weeks into the league now. You're seeing that Steven Stamkos has one point this year so far and one assist. You're seeing that, you know, you're not like it doesn't look like you're firing on all engines because you only have three wins, but you've only played four games. So it's tough to get a real accurate depiction of what you've got with your team. But with a big win against Columbus, who, side note, I think the Columbus Blue Jackets, coming into this year, they had so much uh, so much oomph from people. But I think that team is a dumpster fire waiting to happen, just on a side note, between Bobrovsky looking for a contract, uh, Panarin is leaving at the end of the season, and Tortorella is in that torts zone that he gets in where eventually the team just kind of looks at him and says, why are you like this? Why are we following you? What are you even doing anymore? Which go- which is the story of every team he goes to coach, though. It is. So it's, it's not like no one saw this coming when, when he went to Columbus. It's true. It was just a matter of time. It's true. And the Lightning uh, exposed them with a 2 win this past weekend. Uh, and then, of course, the 4-2 win against Carolina – uh, this past Tuesday night, the only loss coming to the Vancouver Canucks, which um, are chock full of youth and uh, a lot of promise from that club. But um, sticking with the Lightning, uh, so far, I think so far, so good. I think the Steven Stamkos statistic is something to be concerned about because you want he is your captain. He's your superstar, former number one overall pick. You want him to come out flying. Uh, on all levels at all times, and so far uh, he has not. But um, I don't think it's his age. I don't think he's getting too old. It might be the matchups he's getting. We're he is four four games into the season. I know. I, mean, I, I know, but you know, 
He's your star. I mean, every I mean, I granted everybody's got like seven or eight games already, and the Lightning only have four. True but story. I mean, an eight to two win over Columbus, four to two over Carolina. You real you can't ask for that much, and you're getting all of your other your other players. They're making impacts. Braden Point scored twice against Columbus. True he, story. He's doing what we want him to do. And Braden Point and Yanni Gord are both playing with Steven Stamkos right now. So even though Stammer's not produ- producing, the line is producing, and that's kind of what you're looking for. You're also looking for uh, Louis Domingue to get a win like he did just the other night. Um, and that's what we were talking about. Andre Vasilevsky is not going to play 82 games. It's not going to happen. If you can get him in there – Right around 60, 65 games. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, and you can rely on Louis Domingue to get you maybe 20, 25, 30 points from his starts. Then that's what you're going to get. Louis Domingue last year was a 7-3-1 goaltender. He can do that for you. He yeah. can give you those points. Yeah. I mean, I it's hard to argue that. It really is. But, you know, being the my allegiance is to another team, uh-huh. just and living with the backup goalie lifestyle that I've had to live with for so <laughs> for so damn long, it's hard to say. All right, Louis Domingue, you can play as many games as we need you to play. Alger Vasilevsky, hey, you you take it easy there, big guy, because you know. And the story is with Tampa Bay Lightning goaltenders and. You know, knocking on wood, this doesn't happen to Andre Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. They have a history of their bodies completely breaking down when we need them to completely stay healthy. Right. I'm not mentioning any names of any <laughs> goaltenders that are on the Dallas Stars at all right now. <laughs> ben Bishop. God. Remember when everybody loved Ben Bishop? Yeah. And then he and then his body fell apart against the Blackhawks in the Stanley Cup because he didn't even yeah. play in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that was. I mean you're a Hawks fan. You don't have to. You don't have to eat the humble pie. The not, Hawks were a, a team on a mission. Three cups in six years. Listen, I'm not rubbing it in anybody's face at all. I'm. I'm really not. Try, I'm not trying <laughs> not to. Trying good. You I'm said not trying. I'm not trying to. But I mean, it, we were all looking forward to Corey Crawford versus Ben Bishop. We were. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we, yeah, that yeah. was going to be an amazing series. And granted, this is the first time we ever really got to see Andre Vasilevsky have a lot of heat on him was that Stanley Cup series. Sure. It was. That could be why he is as effective now as he is. Because he did have a good game four. He did. Ha- he, had a- he had a great game four. That was the game that stuck out of my mind. But You could tell Walt's a, a Blackhawks fan because he remembers every minute of that Stanley Cup. Listen, I-, I remember <laughs> where I was when the Blackhawks won that Stanley Cup. I okay? remember game three of the conference final when uh, Kucherov put the puck past uh, – Henrik Lundqvist and I was there, and I turned to my buddy and said, out, let's go, we're, we're leaving. I was in the Keys when that happened. Were you? Oh, yeah, I was on a vacation when that Eastern Conference Finals happened. And then I came back, I was like, no, I'm not missing, I'm not going to be on vacation for the Stanley Cup. So I came back, and I was like, all right, this is great. But back to... Good timing. Back, yeah, good, good timing. Back to the present day. I mean, I know we're going to talk, we got a, a lot of talk about how the Lightning have played the past four games. Mm-hmm. I, I emphasize four games. Only be- four. Because it's only been four games. But can we talk about the matchup that they have tonight, which is a Thursday night against Detroit, and the implications that this might have 
What implications? This is the worst team in the league. Detroit is the worst what did team we, what in did, the league. What did we say on our first episode? Remind me. We said, hey, Detroit, let's not suck it up too much. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't want somebody to leave. <laughs> and what is... They have two points so far. As two. of Thursday at 1 o'clock, they have two points, and there is... No sign of turning it around. How many wins is it? zero? They're in, oh. they're rough right now. Four losses, two overtime losses. Yeah, it's bad. And it's they started. They, they started out oh oh and two. They have lost their last four. Yeah, how many have they played? I think they've they played only played six. a small handful. They played. Yeah. Si- they played six. Yeah. Got, got dismantled by the Canadians seven to three. The Bruins yeah. ran through them. Toronto only scored five on them. So that's not bad. You can hang your that's hat. Not bad. They can hang their hat on that. They're looking for Detroit is just I mean, I hate to use the word dumpster fire, but I will use it a lot, but Anthony Manta is not coming around. Dylan Larkin supposed to be a star in this league. Where are you? I mean, you're I, nowhere to be found. I mean, I know it's early on in in the season and I shouldn't be, you know, hoping for a Tampa Bay Lightning loss because there's another game on Sunday that the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing on the road. Yeah, that they are. If, yeah. But um Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the Lightning are getting ready after tonight's game to go on a five-game road trip out yeah. west. Minnesota, yeah. Chicago, back to back, Colorado, and then Vegas, Arizona back to back. That's going that's a that's a rough road trip. But there's another stat that I want to bring up that um that the Lightning have that kind of sometimes flies under the radar. And that's the penalty kill. The penalty kill for the Lightning this year is 100%. They have not allowed a power play goal. God. That's huge. You got that clip of Yanni Gord talking about it? I got it right here. Right now we're way more composed. We know what we need to do. We don't have to panic. Um, I feel like last year, every time I stepped on the ice, I was nervous of of making a mistake or or not being in the right spot. Um, There was a lot of confusion maybe. Uh, This year I feel like we're way more composed. We we know what we have to do. It's pretty simple. And we have uh, our guys to uh, help us out out there. And and our goal is being amazing. Uh, So uh, so, like all this thing, they kind I worked the work t- together and it, it's kind of working this year. And this is a penalty kill that doesn't even have Ryan Callahan on it. And he's getting ready to come back. This is a huge number, Lightning fans. This is something you need to take a look at because when push comes to shove and as the season progresses, you're going to give up penalties and not want to. But if you can get guys like Yanni Gord out there on the penalty kill, you get Ryan Callahan back and the other guys that are playing on the uh, uh, Anthony Sorelli is playing out there on the penalty kill. You get these guys in tone and and let them do this during the season. That's that's going to be really nice come March and April when you really need them to be effective. So, all right, uh, lightning talk for this week. If you've got any feedback that you'd like to offer or get involved with the conversation, uh, facebook.com slash hockey now show. Stay tuned, though. More hockey talk coming up on Hockey Now. So, uh, 96-9, the game is the home for UCF Athletics, and, you know, UCF has all four major sports on its roster, including UCF Ice Hockey. They're back at RDV Sportsplex Ice Den, 10 p.m. this Friday night. That's tomorrow night against USF. Follow them, facebook.com slash UCF Ice Hockey. They've got their live streams up there, and you can keep up with the team. they got a really awesome young team. I forget his name, but number seven, kid's got a shot like you wouldn't believe. Games are just five bucks, so come out and see UCF Hockey at the RDV Ice Den. Yeah, you're a net, Kuznetsov fakes the drive and pivots. 
terrific passer. Will he shoot? He does. Off the glove. Rebound. Score! It's Niskanen. It's an overtime winner for the Capitals. That's Matt Niskanen with the dagger in the rebuilding Rangers heart. It was hard to watch last night, Bacon. It was hard to see it. I'll have more comments about the Rangers. I really feel bad for you. I don't want you to. We'll, you know, I mean, we can get into the Rangers right now. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do it right now. Let, let's do it. I mean, you guys got history on your side, so there's something. Listen, this sport is a game that is played in 10 game segments, okay? The team needs to accomplish a goal every single night. The goal last night, do the best you can against the defending Stanley Cup champions. They took them to overtime. Not bad. Now, they learned the Ovechkin lesson on the power play, which means don't let him set up in his office and allow John Carlson to get the puck to him. And, I mean, even Hank said that he was he was kind of disappointed in himself for not thinking that Ovi would shoot because when does Ovi not shoot? That's his spot. The office. Yeah. It's not called his office for no reason. And the Tampa Bay Lightning can attest to this. The, yeah, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Golden Knights can attest to this. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, who cares about can the Pittsburgh Can attest to that. Who could, I, mean, I, know, I mean, we're well, using I mean, them every, a, as an example, but no one really cares Every about year them. we get the Caps-Penguins second round buffet, so they know all about it. I can't wait to see that again, I tell you. It's but great hockey. It is. It's good. It's, it's grit. It, it's grit. It's grit. Oh, don't say grit because you know if great you say it, hockey. You know, no, you, no, I didn't say grit. You, I said great. Oh, I thought you said grit. You know what happens if you say grit three times, right? What gritty um, shows up? Oh God, no. Oh, can, we, can, we, no. Can, we, can we talk about gritty for a second? No. Do we have to? What I just, do you have to say I just, about I just, him? I just want to say I know we got a lot of NHL stuff and I got more important things to talk about. Uh-huh. But this damn thing is a, it, it's kill. He's killing me. Did you see their opening night, how he came in like the Miley Cyrus He came in ball? like a wrecking ball. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. I get Philadelphia. I mean, they got the Philly fanatic. Ooh. And now you've got Gritty. But come on. It's come on, Philadelphia. It's it's only See, a you're ma- saying come on, Philadelphia, like they know better. Let me finish my thought. They don't know better. It's only a matter of time before that thing is beheaded on the ice mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. It's only a matter of time. No. Yeah. You're talking about Philadelphia fans. Yeah, These are the yeah. guys that threw those light up bracelets at um. God, who did they throw at? Was it um? Oh, on Snyder Night when yeah. they like when they were celebrating the life of their past owner and they threw the the bracelets on the ice. I think they threw them out at the referees for a bad call or something. Wasn't it against Montreal? It very well could have. Been. It was. It was a couple. It was a couple. It was a couple years ago, but. I'm not putting anything past Philly fans, and you know what? Gritty, you know, RIP for when it does happen, buddy. <laughs> You're looking forward to that. Oh God, I'm I'm terrified for that poor and that I poor mascot. I appreciate you deflecting away from the Rangers. I I had to. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, um, something I wanted but, to get get in yeah. touch with because you know Tampa Bay Lightning are starting their road trip on Saturday night. They're going to Minnesota. Yeah, you know, yeah. See where they're going Sunday, right? I do, and I was going to mention them because I have a trivia question for you. Oh, for me. So right now. There are two teams in the league that have zero. Well, I mean, I'm kind of giving it away by saying that I have a question for you. But uh, there are two teams in the league right now as of 1 o'clock on Thursday afternoon that have zero regulation losses. Now, the Devils are the only one that have no losses flat out. They have a maximum eight points, and the New Jersey Devils are the real deal. You think they're – we can talk about this in a second because, yeah, I, I got some stuff to say about the Devils. Okay. Well, then the other team in the league with no losses 
Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago Blackhawks, Here's... although they have two uh, oh. overtime losses. No, no, two, they have no regulation losses. No regulation losses. And uh, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs game, uh-huh. which, I mean, I know it's early in the season, but Patrick Kane in that game. Oh, go- Dangles? Oh, that was sick. His play. Patrick and I is, did, he is I didn't expect it like a fine wine. This season I did not expect Patrick Kane to come out the way he's come out. But I know a, a lot of people didn't. No. And and Jonathan Taves, they're both playing extremely well. I mean, I think they kind of figure they'd have to pick up the slack. Well, that's what three Stanley Cups does to a man. It it makes <laughs> him know how to get up for a game. But that's Toronto season. But that's Toronto Maple Leafs game that ended in a 7 to, and ended in a 7 yeah. to 6 loss. Uh, Patrick Kane versus Austin Matthews. Yeah. I want to see this thing every week. I'm with you. Every I'm with you. Every week cuz they were I mean, tit for tat, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane. Even Copying each other's celebrations. I know, I know. So I have a man crush on Austin Man. I know you do. But um and John Tavares, John Tavares the, scored three times in that game. By, by the way, uh about your Blackhawks tonight, Corey Crawford, his first start oh. since December twenty-third. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 2017. Oh. That's got to make you feel good. I'm so happy, yet I'm so terrified right now. He's injury prone, though. I feel like he's just a gust of wind away from becoming Mr. Glass from that M. Night Shyamalan movie. Glass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so terrified for Corey. I want good things. I want him to be the Corey Crawford of old. But I feel like this is going to be another Ben Bishop scenario. It very well may be. That's what I feel like it is. And it sucks because I love Corey Crawford. Two cups. I mean, two cups. And... uh, I mean, I love him as a person, too. You get drunk off your ass at the Stanley Cup celebration and start dropping <laughs> F-bombs. I remember that. Uh, that, was, that was great. But, I mean, he is a world-class goaltender. Th- there's no, no doubt about that. But last season, well, the, the lack thereof last season. Yeah. And he was injured early on in the season, too, in before December. before he but even before that, though. Yeah. When the yeah, season yeah. came, when in, around in the beginning of October, Corey Crawford was getting hurt. He was he wasn't in sh- I don't know if he wasn't in shape. His body's just deteriorating. I hope for the best, but I'm terrified. Uh mm-hmm. Cam Ward, mm-hmm. you're doing great right now, buddy. It's a good backup <laughs> you're, though. You're doing great right now. Keep it up. I'm mm-hmm. I'm and what I said on when we taped our first um practice episode that you will be able to find on the Hockey Now uh, page on iHeart and on iTunes, which yep. iTunes is coming soon as well. Awesome. I, I I just I got that notification that's coming as well. Very cool. Um I said I was I was ter- I was scared that Cam Ward wasn't going to be able to uh, to play well. Mm-hmm. I was terrified of that. As a Blackhawks fan, I think all Blackhawks fans are because we're so used to Corey Crawford. But Cam Ward has been a pleasant surprise. Granted, you know these seven goals to Toronto, which is it's gonna. Ha- I mean, seven goals to Toronto, three goals to Ottawa, four goals to St. Louis. Yeah. And um, I mean, he's let in some goals. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna yeah. get Corey Crawford back tonight. But even when uh, in the cup runs, Corey Crawford didn't. Get them to the playoffs. He came in during the playoffs, didn't he? Weren't there a couple instances where the backups? I, I, okay, so, so no, 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 no. Um, Emery. Yeah, Ray Phil, Emery. Ray Emery. Yeah, uh, rest in peace. 
Uh, he was he was Corey Crawford's main backup. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it wasn't like Corey Crawford was Roberto Luongo back there. It right. wasn't. Well, but and that's a whole other story, also. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I know we are the I I work with the Solar Bears. We are affiliated with the Tampa Bay Lightning, but I am a Florida Panthers season ticket holder, and I know that the reason the Florida Panthers are not going anywhere is because they refuse to do something about their goaltending situation. Well, you don't like and Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo's hurt. He keeps getting hurt. He's on the cusp of 40 if he hasn't hit it already. <laughs> I thought he was 50, to be honest with He's you. He's up there. And James Reimer, uh, this is the James Reimer that we saw all those years in Toronto that never took the chance to take the starting job. And Michael Hutchinson, uh, he has the possibility, but he was in a, n- a similar situation in Winnipeg where it was, who's the number one? We don't know who it is. Let's just juggle them back and forth. Um so that's a whole other story. But to get back to Corey, uh, Corey Crawford and Cam Ward, we've I've talked about repeatedly about how the key to winning in the NHL and in the sport in general is having a good goaltending plan. Um, and you look at a team. I mean, look at the look at the Caps last year. Uh, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't Braden Holpe the whole way through. Um, of course, now his his name is escaping me. Um, he went to Colorado the goaltender that got the Caps into the playoffs. He played two games and lost, and then Braden Holtby comes in. Same thing with the Devils last year. Keith Kincaid gets the team to the playoffs, plays a couple games lackluster, then it's Corey Schneider's team. So you have to have a plan to get to the playoffs, let the plan kind of do it at once, and then you have to go with the plan that is definitely surefire. And in the in the Blackhawks' case, just get to the playoffs, whether it's Cam Ward or, or Corey Crawford uh, getting the points. When you gets to the playoffs, you go with the guy that's got the cups. With the Devils, you got to go with the guy that has the experience. And I'm bringing the Devils back up because you said you had something to say. Yeah, can we talk about, about the, can we talk about the Devils right now? Sure. Holy what hell! What would you like to say about? Well, them? literally, holy hell! Where, where we saw what the Devils could be against the Tampa Bay Lightning last year. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. I've I, yep. I, I have I've had the opportunity to see them play live at the Prudential Center. Mm-hmm. These guys have come out at the beginning of this season, and Hall especially. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. That's last year's Hart Trophy winner. The MVP of the league comes from the New Jersey Devils after kind of being shipped out of Edmonton. You know, one of those, Edmonton had the four or five years in a row where they had super high draft picks. And then when Connor came to save the day, Connor McDavid, they kind of just, you know, said, we don't need Taylor Hall anymore. And the Devils took him with open arms, traded him for Adam Larson. Not really working. I think the Devils win that deal as of right now. But um, Kyle Palmieri, who uh, Ray Shiro, the GM of the Devils, went after when he first got to the team, took him away from, I believe it was Anaheim. Kyle Palmieri is an NHL record holder right now. He is the only player in NHL history to score the first goal in each of his team's first four games. And so that's Kyle Palmieri on the line. You've got Taylor Hall on the line. And, oh, yeah. You've got a number one overall draft pick who gets overlooked because Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid came before him, but Nico Heischer is a star in this league. Nico Heischer is a damn stud, okay? He is a star. This kid touches the puck and he makes a play. It's and and it's really it's kind of what you get with Connor. It's what you get with Austin Matthews. When they touch the puck, you have to anticipate a scoring chance is going to come from it. And that's what Nico Heischer brings to the Devils. And that team is um, – and, and Corey, again, Corey Schneider's not even playing right now. Keith Kincaid is the one who's got the four wins for the Devils. 
I mean, they are. I mean, they only have eight points. Granted, they've only played four, four games. games. I mean, they're in the same boat as the Tampa Bay Lightning right now. But yeah, Tampa Bay's three and one. The Devils are four and zero. Oh. And mm-hmm. you know, once again, we are early in the season. Early yeah, in the season. Early in remember the se- that. We, and but the Devils look like they're for real this year. I mean, four games of the season, they look like they're for real in a tough metropolitan division. And this is where. You know, the Columbus prediction where Columbus Blue Jackets are going to do such great things this year. I, again, I think it's a dumpster fire in the making, and you're going to have to fill those slots. I don't think it's the Rangers. I obviously don't think it's the Islanders. Obviously don't think that it's, uh, you know, a couple of the other teams in the Metro. But the Devils are, are they're going to be there. The Devils they're are going to be uh, there. Granted, but there's, I, granted, like, there's no bus fire or anything. The Devils are making the playoffs. I'm not. I'm not putting it on. I mean, there, there's, there's. Oh damn! I just realized what I did. Yeah, you did. Oh man. But um, I feel bad about that. I think uh, uh, no, no, just no disrespect to the Humboldt Broncos. I apologize no, for that. No, but jeez. No, no, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> so let's, so <laughs> let's see. You uh, you uh, listen. It's all for naught in the end. This is the last point I want to get to. Uh, I said that we would talk about this. Um, it's all for naught because. I don't see anybody stopping the Toronto Maple Leafs machine. And this is a team that doesn't even have one of its best players even signed right now. Kyle Dubas is going to Europe to talk to William Nylander to try and work out what's going to happen with that situation. But here, get this. You don't need it because you've got Austin Matthews in seven games, 10 goals, six assists. He is the points and goals leader in the league right now. So scary. Morgan Riley finally coming into his own in seven games, three goals, 10 assists for 13 points. They've got four players in the top 10 in points. John Tavares, seven games, six goals, five assists for 11 points. And Mitchell Marner, who is, like, really the unsung hero on that team, seven games, four goals, seven assists for 11 points. I mean, I I say – Unbelievable. I say this as some – let's just say you have somebody that's never watched hockey and you want them to get excited about hockey. That's the team to watch. Let them watch a Toronto Maple Leafs game. That's right. Let let them watch Austin Matthews and John Tavares. How – how are the? I watch this and I don't see how these points are possible. I don't because and I've watched hockey. I'm 33 years old. I've watched hockey almost all my entire life. Mm-hmm. I don't see how this damn thing's possible. This team is a sca- machine. They're scary. Well, it's a machine. They're they're scary. I'm terrified of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They give me they give me nightmares. But still, I want to see them play the Blackhawks every week. Yeah. Well, I think we all do, especially if uh, especially if Patty Kane and and Austin are gonna keep going back yeah, and forth. That would be great. Uh, before we go, top five teams in the league right now. Maple Leafs at the top with 12 points. Ducks have 11. The Preds, last year's President's Trophy winner, and I need to clarify that because in our test show that you could hear on our on our page right now, I said that the Tampa Bay Lightning were the President's Trophy winners last year. They were not. They were the top team in the East, but they were not the President's Trophy's winners. I've been carrying that for a couple of weeks, That's so the, I need to get that out. It's fine because the Predators also raised the banner that said Western Conference regular yeah, season champions. I mean, what was that all about? I mean, put, I, put President's Trophy on. That's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Don't call yourself the regular season champs. That's like not playing in a national championship game and calling yourself the national champions. That's oh raising gosh. a banner for no reason. That's exactly what – That's I'm sorry. 96-9 the game, the home for UCF. Uh, hey, go watch a UCF hockey game. Yeah, that's go, uh, tomorrow go, night versus UCF at the RDV Sportsplex, 10 p.m., $5 for tickets. Go do go do that, but I'm serious, though. Yeah. You're, raising, no, you're, right. you're raising a banner you for know nothing. What? And they don't have to do that. It's kind of like with, with Vegas last year. They made this big production because they thought they'd have to sell tickets. 
You don't have to build the culture in Nashville anymore. You have a hockey culture. You don't have to fake it and, and make fake excitement. Yeah. Nashville, you don't need to. Vegas, they did need to. And I think towards the end of the season going into the yeah. playoffs, they just kept it going so people can talk about them. True I mean, you story. got Steve Aoki and little John out there doing your pregame show. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> Rounding out the top five in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens. Who? What? With nine points and the Carolina Hurricanes with nine points as well. Carolina is a tough looking team That's also. Don't make very much of the uh, of the Lightning win. I mean, it was a good, it was a great game. Make something of that, but um, that was uh, that, that was not a rollover game for the Lightning. So, bottom five: the Edmonton Oilers and Islanders and St. Louis Blues all tied with four points, and with the lowly two points, the Florida Panthers, Arizona Coyotes, and the Detroit Red Wings who play the Tampa Bay Lightning two. Night. Bye, Steve. So, bye, Steve. Thank you uh, for joining us on Hockey Now for the little NHL talk. Don't forget Facebook.com slash Hockey Now Show. Uh, just a few reminders Orlando Solar Bears have a home game on the 26th of October. That is next Friday. It's the Boo with the Bears game with the Halloween uh, deal and everything. So, Orlando Solar Bears Hockey.com slash Sclover, S K L O V E R, and use that promo code to save some money on the tickets as well. Lightning play tonight, US, uh, UCF hockey tomorrow night. And uh, Corey Crawford's coming back. Corey Crawford's coming back. Hopefully, next week he will not have gotten hurt again, Walt. I am Mr. Glass. Hey, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter too, at Walt Bacon. Don't forget, check out the Bacon Club podcast. Everything else you need to everything else you need in the world of sports. Just go to um, 969thegame.com, hit the keyword bacon. I'm Walt Bacon. He's the PA announcer for the Orlando Soul Bears. <laughs> I'm Brian Clover. Thank you so much for joining us for Hockey Now. We'll see you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.